Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Welcome along to Hello. a very special potty app. Very special podcast. <laughs> uh, just to let you know, we are chicks talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying and do have a special guest joining us. Bianca Chatfield uh, will be joining us yes. in a little bit of time. We're going to give her a bell. But we did want to take this moment to let you guys know. I didn't even. We haven't even discussed how we were going to do this. No, it's so us. Uh, and it is, I suppose, the space that's. I don't know the truest. Like, there's lots of bits and pieces that'll yeah. be coming out here, there, and everywhere. But it's kind of fitting that we have this episode going up today mm. um, to share some very, 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 very big news. Yeah, and for people who have listened, I suppose, to this podcast from the very beginning, a couple of years back, or kind of have jumped on the bandwagon even on Facebook and stuff, like there have been a few posts and a few little mentions, I suppose, over a, a, a long period of time where we go, there's exciting shit happening, there's, there's stuff coming, and, um, oh, you're starting to cry a little bit. Oh, it's full on. And, and it's interesting because it's been such a fucking long time coming. <laughs> Stace, I don't know how I'm going to pull this together. So right. we started the podcast um, when we were all in regional, Danny Poller was the start of it. Um, she was another radio chicken. Yeah. We decided to do stuff we couldn't talk about on our radio shows. And Danny left and Christy and I went, all right, well, let's do this. Like, you know, we made a decision to keep working together and rebranded as the Thinker Girls and, um, and you know, and just had a, a really big whirlwind of different content, mm. um, created a friendship, created a business partnership um, and – Went and lived our lives through the show, mm. you know, lived um, the highs and the lows. And we, you know, as you all know, I left my radio show at the beginning of the year to kind of try and get this up. Mm. And um, and there was a lot of risk involved as we've spoken about. But, mm-hmm. you know, we were told time and time again that we weren't broad enough um, for breakfast radio. And yeah. that um, at some points we were told we weren't funny. Yeah, and yeah, well, we were literally told point blank, you're not funny and that wasn't funny. And I suppose there's been this whole evolution where you kind of go, well, this is who we are and this is why we want to do it because it's a total kind of safe, sacred place. But then you go, well, this is our background and our passion and radio is where we started and what we love and what's, what gets us excited. Yeah, and there were times where what? I closed the door on yeah, radio. Yeah, com- like, completely. Because I was like, we're doing something cool here and just because we don't want to mess with it. you guys yeah. aren't seeing it, we stuck to it so yeah. strongly that we went, even if you don't see it, we're going to do it anyway. And I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. You know, yeah. I don't know how we're going to sort this out, but – uh, but we believe in what we're doing and, and we knew you guys kept listening. Mm. And there were so fucking many of you. It was so hard. <laughs> it couldn't to, be nothing. It, and it didn't mean nothing. And I, kept, and I said that. In so many of the pitch meetings, I was like, 
the, you know, where we tried to get radio shows up, where we talked about TV concepts. And look, we are young. We've only been doing this a couple of years, but but we had the right essence and we had the same stuff that other shows were getting, you know, and that's the bit that pissed us off. We don't expect to get anything for two girls, but we expect to be treated fucking equally and we expect to be judged on our merit, not because of what you're scared to do. Mm. So in saying that, <laughs> mm. uh, do you want to do a drum roll? Yeah. Of course, it's rings. Like, it's not just like <laughs> so it's just, girly. Um, okay, so in 2016, we are very, very happy to announce that that we have a national radio show on the Kiss <laughs> and ARN network, the Thinker Girls from seven till nine, <laughs> Melbourne, Adelaide, <laughs> Brisbane, and Sydney, <laughs> and you can listen to us. <laughs> Anywhere you are, if you're, no except you're, if you're in Perth and you're in regional, oh. you'll have to stream it all or download it or we'll figure something out oh. for you all. But uh, but we got it. We got our radio <laughs> show and we got it in the biggest capacity we could have ever dreamed oh, of. Fuck. We were back, you know, we, we had kind of ideas for Sunday night shows and, oh. and fucking, we were happy to work 3am and, and, you know, the guys here um, at KISS were just so supportive of what we wanted to sound like. What, you know, not just a radio show of ways that radio's done, but they wanted to actually get... Change the stuff around us to fit who we were and what right. we they did. They wanted to get yeah. the essence of what we did on this very podcast show. <laughs> now, my girlfriend or my housemate that I live with said to me, what are you going to do about the podcast? And I said, what do you mean? Because for such a long time... Uh, you know, we thought about building a radio show and, and the podcast would always And this be was so, an outlet, an be, outlet of stuff that we weren't allowed to It was so different. Do. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now these guys, as long as we fit with codes <laughs> and we're not breaking any laws, are keen to support us, push us and encourage us to be exactly authentic to what the Thinker Girls is, to what we've created with you. Um, and so as much as we will find the way that we continue to do this show, it'll be longer versions and, mm-hmm. and more extended mm-hmm, chats mm-hmm. as it always has been, we are going to be around the country for two hours every night during the week, uh, you know, starting from Jan. So we are so fucking excited and we are so, so, so grateful that your listens gave us the guts to keep pushing and somehow we've ended up with our dream job. Because when you're constantly questioned and constantly, you know, put under that scrutiny of, well, am I good enough? Because there are, yeah, we will put through our paces a little bit where times where we go, well, are we or why aren't we or do we need to kind of change to fit this mould? So it's pretty amazing to know that out of all of that, there's been this whole fucking big circle. It's We've totally done a 360 where in the beginning it was like, this is who we are and we're not changing. And then we went through this entire evolution <laughs> of being humble enough and open enough to be able to change to what it was um, that we were able to do, even if it meant kind of changing who we were a little bit just because we're so passionate about spreading that message. Even if it was just, yeah, even if it was just a a little bit, a a little piece of it, that would have been enough. And then here we are, we arrive back at this place where we are completely and utterly encouraged to be who we are and to do what we do and continue what we've built. It's pretty amazing that we find ourselves standing back at the same spot. And, you know, business women, like we kind of have come in with our own brand. Like there's this whole other element of it that we're so proud of and we feel – I mean, I feel in particular so grounded in my – from my gut, from my core, like in that – in, you know, that – 
those times where we were being tested, I just closed my eyes and listened to myself and went, nah, there's something fucking right here. And again, I'll say, you downloading the show, you listening every week, it fucking helped. Like, it made me go, no, no, Mm. there's something there. It's your gut. But you've also got this podcast show that that tells you that people like what you do and there is a fucking need for it. There aren't chicks, you know, this kind of content in this country. Mm. So there are lots of amazing women doing cool stuff and, and, you know, and we have always clearly done two years of celebrating that. But now it's our fucking time to shine. Now we want the fucking main stage fuckers. And ours and there's no escape. (laughs) I was so, so excited about it. I just kind of. I'm proud of that. Like I'm proud of saying this is our fucking time. Like I'm not going to shy away and go, you know, like, oh, we don't, you know, we're really. No, we want it. We want it and we've earned it. We want to win. It's not luck. Like we want to do well. Like, you know, so we, it's not like we sit back now and we've got this goal. We put our feet up. 2016 is game on for us. So, um, yeah, we are over the moon. It's been months in the making and, and so much learning. It sounds so amazing just to even be able to say it out loud and discuss it with, like, a microphone oh, in your face. Like, it actually, crying. I know, that was really overwhelming. <laughs> and I tr- was trying not to cry as you were crying because oh. there's been this, yeah, this built-up stuff where kind of I wake up in the middle of the night and I was like, <gasps> was that real? Like was that was that a dream? Oh, I haven't but been it's, sleeping very well. It's, a, it's quite. There's a lot going on, but um, but I think look in the end, um, we. I just often will say to people that I love that speak, mm. and there's so many. And I don't know if you're getting this reaction, but so many people are so. It's like a different wrapped yeah. for you like because they know you've had to have a bit of fight in order to get there and look we didn't fucking go through a war we know that but it has been different roads like and, and we're yeah. not going to apologize or you know shy away from putting a light on that that it's been a different road than it has been for other people and it's been a different road than I believe it has been for guys and mm. I'm not going I'm not going to deny our space or you know any of you the honesty to that mm. process but at the same time, we're here and it's possible and we and we just can't wait to try and do an awesome show and, and hopefully everybody is as supportive as you guys have been because Fuck I'm fucking yeah. scared. Seriously, it's scary. Yeah, but it's it's a good scary. It's an exciting scary. It's an amazing scary. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's our news. <laughs> that's a little news to share with you. Yeah. So we haven't been bullshitting over the last yeah. couple of weeks slash months when we're like, exciting news, big things happening. Hashtag coming. Hashtag, hashtag coming. Hashtag on the horizon. And hashtag secrets, but now it just feels so cool that it's like out there and it's in the open, and we can just celebrate it and mm. be really just openly proud and be you know you guys were with us from the beginning so jump on board the bandwagon like help us kind of get this happening like you know the same idea be proud that you were listening to our fucking podcast two years ago before anybody yeah. else was like yeah. absolutely say that you own some of this because I truly believe that. I, yeah. You know, I, I kind of, and I've said, I keep repeating it, but, you know, the, there was times, you know, where we, we we pulled from your listens that, you know, let us kind of keep going on. And, and what that led to was our dream job. So mm. we are forever, forever grateful yeah. for those of you that have been tuning in uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah. Like, truly, it's been um, very, very grateful. So thanks. And thanks for you that shared it or told your friends about it because um, it's helped us totally get here. Yeah, so cool. We, look what, And look what we've 
build along the way. Just a posse of friends. Oh, of like seriously. Really, really good friends. So it's, fucking good. We yeah. didn't have to buy any of you on Facebook. <laughs> like so many brands just go and buy their friends. We didn't buy a single bit oh, of you. Oh, yeah, it's um, true. So our guest, which I can't wait to chat to because she is, she's just different. Like I feel like when we speak to sports stars, they offer something so different to yeah. what we do. Like we were both dancers. It's not exactly like I kind of went to the footy as a kid, but nothing, you know, that crazy. So I can't wait to speak to Bianca Chatfield. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting. I think, um, yeah, like you say, the sports stars being able to draw on that, like the regiment and the discipline and stuff. I know when we've spoken to um, who was it, Lauren Jackson, Lauren Jackson, Basketball. yeah, who like c- carried the Australian flag through the last Olympics. Like mm. she's like right, right up there. It's just very interesting to to you know, it's a very different lifestyle, especially people that get into it from a really young age, like a lot of sports people do. Yeah. It's a very different life. So Bianca Chatfield um, won Commonwealth gold in 2014 and um, she's also a silver medalist. She was the Australian netball uh, team captain yeah. um, and she's also started the Ignition Project. Let's start calling her actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ignition Project, which is a four-line online program that teaches, as they say, smart and savvy uh, straps to women that are actually important to real-life career and real-life success. So cool. um, so, yeah, you need to check all of that out. It sounds so amazing um, and we can't wait to talk to her about it. Hello. Hello, is that Bianca? Yes, it is. Oh, hi, it's the Thinker Girl, Stacey and Chrissy. I was waiting for you to be like, hi, it's Bianca speaking. Oh, sorry. I, was, I should have been more official. I was like, oh, I don't no, want to no. cut her off at the very get-go. I feel like when people know that we're calling, they change the way that they would answer the phone. It feels so unnatural. Bianca yeah. Chatfield, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. I've listened to you girls before, so I'm excited that you wanted me on with How you. did you oh. find us? Well, I've just been in this world of exploring podcasts, and <sighs> I would listen to some kind of radio shows on podcasts, and then... I don't know, I just got sick of listening to music in my car, so I thought I might as well, you know, listen to something that I could learn something about. And, yeah, I just, you guys came up on my little podcast feed and I oh. downloaded a couple and had a listen. That's so, so I nice. Once you start with podcasts, I don't think you can't stop. It's funny that you say then you found yourself in like this little world because I'm a bit, I'm a bit the same. And I think it's, it's like, a, it's like, a, it's, it's like, like a, a new library. It's like a You know friend. when libraries used to be cool? Like you used to go to the library and there used to be so many different things. I mean, I'm still a library member because I'm probably deep down not that cool. But I think there's this new way podcasting is like this all this this opportunity of content that I don't know is is in this secret place. Or what, what about I mean? what about when um, libraries when DVDs became a thing and then you could rent DVDs from the library? You still can, I think. Yeah, it's kind of like that because it's still cool. Like there's a bit of cool <laughs> edge about renting a DVD from a library. Bianca Chatfield. Too much time in a library because I haven't had those experiences before. <laughs> Maybe I was too busy playing netball. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> potentially, Maybe. potentially. Maybe. You've also been busy. I just want to hear a little bit about the online program that you've started um, because it's, I don't know, it just seems incredibly fascinating and something really lovely to kind of do for women in particular. Mm. How are you feeling? Like where are you at with it at the moment? Yeah, well, so I, you know, just retired from playing um, only a couple of months ago. And, mm-hmm. and as female athletes, you always have to have something outside of actually, you know, just playing your sport. And mm-hmm. um, so for the last, you know, I've had, got a teaching degree. I've taught for a couple of years part time. I've worked at Essendon Footy Club part time, and I've 
um, then just was like, I just want to do the stuff I love. And um, one of those things was, you know, I've learned a lot from playing sport. And so I would go out into schools and do lots of speaking engagements and speak about leadership. And um, myself and my garment business partner, Lee Russell, mm. you know, the two of us put our heads together and we're like, we need to make it online. That's where everything's going. And it's a chance for us to talk about the stuff we love and that we're passionate about um, and help other women, other females, other young girls actually go out there and make a difference in what they want to do you know change the way they think about things and push themselves forward for things and so it's an yeah, on, we it's love yeah. it and online so it's a four-week online program so it's almost like a mini course that you do that's exactly right yeah. and all yeah. it is is really pretty simple it doesn't take a huge amount of time in your day but every morning um for the four weeks you'll get an email and it'll just talk about the topic of the day some things to think about in your world and how you relate it to your world um, and you can kind of take as much or a little out of it as you like. Um, but we just think it's a, a great way to do it. And it's not, you know, people don't have time anymore to go and mm. go to all day conferences and hear about all the things yeah, they probably Yeah, and it's like podcasting, why it's so successful, I think, is because you do it in a time that suits you. Like everybody's got, everyone's crafting their own lives. Mm. It's like mm. one of the biggest things I think that is really lovely about all this new generation and a different way of learning and a different mm. way of earning money is that people are being encouraged to find their thing and, and do it for themselves the way they want to do it. But it also means that the nine to five is gone. Like there's mm. not that structure. Mm. So you've got to find things that are really easy to find to fit into your mold, especially if you're, you know, you've got children as well. Yeah. Yeah. So who, like, is it just chicks in general that that you're aiming at? Like there's no, like, you know, age kind of target or whatever. It's just anybody that that wants a little bit more in in their lives and is interested in that kind of stuff, Bianca? Well, at the moment we've got one that's really specific to young girls. And when we say young girls, we're talking about, you know, 15 to Mm 18-year-olds who are in that, you know, time and space at school where you're going through year 11 and year 12 and you've got to make some important decisions about what's next. Oh, God, I wish um, I had you guys in my life when yeah. I was at that age. <laughs> my, career, my career oh. advisor told me I had to do maths and I, thank God I was a ballsy little bitch because I was like, get fucked, trust me. There's nothing I'm ever going to do in my life that makes me do maths and I didn't do it. But, you know, you listen to them and they're not always mm. right. And you never, and like, you're probably all the same as me, is that when you were 18, I had no oh. idea what I wanted to oh, do. Oh, I was, no idea yeah, I so I was lost. <laughs> and you, but you feel bad for that, though. I think there's a lot of regret that goes along with that, that you, you feel, like, ashamed almost for not well, having it pressure. figured out. Yeah. So, so, the, exactly so right. this is aimed at those chicks that are feeling yeah. like so they're overwhelmed. So that's one section. And yeah. then the other part is the Ignition Project, which is for adults or for young women that we've kind of classed as, well, initially we said from the ages of 25 to, say, 35. But when we ran our first round of it, we mm. had our demographic of girls that signed up. Age 20 was the youngest and age 60 was the oldest. That's, That's amazing. Course. That's so I think great. It shows that it just doesn't really – like everyone goes through different times of needing this stuff yep. uh, in their lives. So you can't really predict when it best suits. But So we thought we'd have two programs that kind of cover off majority of chicks out there. Yeah, that's great. Ignitionproject.com.au is where you find more details on that. And if you want to sign up, um, and and I, you know, will definitely be jumping online and seeing what it's all about Mm. after the show. (laughs) Um, But let's get cracked into it. Cracked into it? Crack into it. Let's crack into it. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Let's cracked into it. Sounds like crack whore, doesn't it? Doesn't sound like let's have a crack. Let's crack whore into this. Who's ready with their topics? (laughs) So we each ring a gem, um, as you would know, Bianca, because you've listened to the show. Mm -hmm. Um, 
where we talk something that's on our mind that we're thinking but not saying out loud. What's on your mind, Bianca? What do you want to bring? I want to know and I want to talk to people like the two of you about Ronda Rousey and this mm, crazy yeah. phenomenon that just flew into Melbourne of the weekend, this girl who's an incredible athlete yet comes across as extremely arrogant in all the mm. media. Mm. I just want to think, what the hell just happened on I've the I've been asked a lot about this. I feel like because sometimes when you're a girl that works with another girl, it's like you've automatically <laughs> got opinions on girls. So, yeah. um, And I didn't. I hadn't really. So I'm interested to hear what your take is. Um, I want to bring... What, about, what was mine again? Oh, yeah, crying. Oh, yeah, So yeah, yeah, I yeah. had an experience a couple of weeks ago where I cried... And it was a very different crying experience for me, which is quite hilarious because you think, well, how many different ways can you cry? But it was. It was new, Mm. 32 years old and still finding new ways to cry. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it wasn't necessarily a negative thing. So I want to share that. Oh, I'm such a happy cryer. I've got a lot to say on that. Um, I want to talk about the fact that I don't want to and I'm not really interested in saving a house deposit to buy a house anytime soon. And I suppose the shame that kind of goes along with that, because there are a lot of people around me in my life right now, that that's kind of all they're thinking about. And it's just, it's interesting feeling like a bit of a loser um, and being made to feel like that from people around me, because that's not what I want. And it's not, it's, let's it's up there. Let's get stuck into this. Let's go, let's kick yours off. Well, down, mate. I think it started, I was talking to somebody at work and... They worked in they work in radio, so they're living in a place where you know it obviously depends where you live. But growing up in Melbourne and that kind of thing, you know, in terms of the housing market, it's fucking hard and it's really mm. expensive. In any way, this particular place where he had moved and he was living, houses were cheaper, and he said so cheap. In fact, that it was actually cheaper for him to buy a house than it was to pay rent every week. So that that was his kind of life. Where's he living? Jesus. <laughs> Bump yeah. like nowhere, basically. Oh, hell off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, that was basically – but I didn't know – to be honest, I didn't actually know any of this before. I felt a bit – I was made to feel a bit uncomfortable and it wasn't intentional and – and that was quite clear. That, and now I understand now that I get a bit of a backstory and I know where, where he's at. But basically we were talking about, you know, your current situation, where are you living, where do you see yourself? Or, and obviously, and he said, made the presumption when we were in mid-conversation, and obviously you, you and your partner, you've bought? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. No, we're, oh, no, we're just renting. And he was shocked. He was like, Actually, not oh. Anyone's he goes, I find that so far. He goes, oh. Oh, okay. Because, but yeah, but you're 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 obviously thinking of you know buying soon, and I was like, no, mate, I'm actually not thinking of buying. It's actually not even in my peripheral vision right now. Like, it's just not on my radar. And the way that he reacted and treated my response, which was, it's going to be about you know, give me another five to ten, and then I'll come back and let you know what my plans are. But I felt at that moment like a bit of a loser, if I'm honest. That I was like, he was like looking down upon like, you. Yeah, because we're, we're of a similar... What kind of person's even asking those questions? Like, is he, who is this person? Like, I feel like, who is this? Is he your friend? It's somebody that you know. Do I know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm straight away going, you haven't told me this story yet. It's, some, it's somebody that you know, and that's the thing. It was so, it was such a thing that was like said in passing. Oh, I think I know that, who it is. Yeah, I think you know exactly who it fucking yeah, is, right? Yeah. That it was said in passing, but I kept thinking about it afterwards, and obviously I've thought about it enough to think 
to write it down in my body notes in my phone to talk about on today's show because, you know, I am pretty happy with my own decisions and where I'm at in my life and I am a very um, like strong-willed person and, and try not to be too affected by outside shit, especially from people that I don't give two fucks about, i.e. this particular person. <laughs> so I went through this bit where I was like questioning Christy, why do you care? Like why? I don't know why I was a bit thrown from that. And I think it's because there's lots of other people in my life and lots of people close to me that are kind of going through that stage of saving money, and which is which is great because it's, it works for them. And I've never, ever felt this pressure from them or, you know, close people or great people within my life. Um, but it's just interesting to feel as though it just highlighted that I was in a different space in my life than a couple of people that that are around me at the I'm moment because I'm not I, in that headspace. I don't say this often, but I actually feel like this is one of the shittest sides of being in a relationship because mm. I feel like I remember feeling this pressure a lot more when I was with someone. Mm. And obviously, it's, yeah, of course, you've got two incomes, so you're going to be able to be in maybe, if you're assuming things about people, a better position if you've got two incomes versus one, I don't know. Maybe mm. that's the mm. way people come to that conclusion. Yeah. But I know that regardless of how people are coming to that conclusion, there is this other added pressure. And I guess that is one of the nice things about when I became single is that, yeah, there's lots of bloody cons. But at the same time, one of the pros is you people do stop asking those inappropriate questions. And mm. and I feel like... And I think it's probably also because they feel sorry for you because these kinds of people I don't hang around often because they sound like fuckwits. But, yeah. but you know, they don't. They feel like they're, they're sorry for you or they're uncomfortable. Or they think that you'll be able to. You won't. You'll, you'll have bad news pretty much because you're single. But no matter what their reasoning is for not asking you, you don't get asked. So you yeah. don't have to be put through the ringer. But you know, buy this and and it's whether it's buying a house, whether it's having a baby, whether it's getting married. I do feel like couples in particular have to hit all these fucking deadlines on a real bigger scale than you do if you're single. I do you know that, what I mean? I, because yeah. I'm much older than you and I don't really get that question. Well, the marriage and thing it is quite interesting. It's interesting you say the marriage thing because I am asked I am asked that all the time. Like, you know, and not in a nasty way, but it's just hinted because there's a lot of people in my life, you know, that are in long-term relationships that are thinking about that kind of stuff. So I suppose it's you know, potentially only natural to assume that, yep, you've been in a happy long-term relationship for seven years now. That must be coming up soon. So I really have no beef with that. I'm a bit like, you know, if anybody knows me, I'm like, fuck yeah, off, we're happy and we'll do it in our own time. it still comes from that place. Like, still comes from the place where if somebody did have beef with it, like, it's still those kinds of questions that I feel like people think they can ask. I actually Because felt, there's two of you. Like, I don't know. I think the money thing and the buying a property thing was almost more personal than the marriage thing, though. Because, I don't know, Pete, like... To money, you it is, I mo- think. Money in particular is a pretty funny one. Like, it's, mm. a, you know, it's so invasive. To, it's almost like saying, how much do you earn? Or like... Yes, I totally agree oh, with that. It's just because- a bit icky. I'll put it out there quickly because I love property. I own my own house and I love it. But that's only because that's what I've, you know, always enjoyed doing. Mm. However, I find that people throw things out there because it's their own insecurities and they feel like they need to put it onto somebody else just Mm. to make them join in the, the guilt or the negativity or whatever it is. Like I always, 
you know, it's like the whole being, I'm single as well, and I find the whole being single thing, people always bring it up like, oh, you poor thing, like, your life must be terrible because you don't have someone to share it with. And I'm like, um, actually, no, but that's just your perception and you yeah. feel like you need to throw that onto me. Mm. Um, and, you know, I've, the more people who, you know, when they know that you're in your own place and they they kind of want to dig and dig and dig to find out, how did you possibly do that on your own? And yeah. I'm like, hang on a minute. Like, I'm not going to tell you. Because then people, business. people freak. So start doing the sums. And then I almost like yeah. could see in their brains, they're like trying to work backwards. Like, okay, what um what amount of deposit would Bianca have needed for that particular house? That, you know, so then you, they're trying to work out how much you'd be on, how much, she, how much yeah. your body would have saved, how much you borrowed from the bank. And I think <laughs> money's such a private, it's a pretty, I mean, depends who you're talking to and whatever. Maybe everyone's not the same. But I think as a general rule, it's. I think money is a pretty rude thing to ask people that you don't know that well. And this particular person, I don't know hardly at yeah. all. I, so, think th- I think the catch that I was saying, and we've got to move on because Philip's gone off, but I do think that the, the key here is judgment. I think, and my point is, it might not be money for someone else. It might be the marriage thing because maybe mm-hmm. deep down they're having problems and those that person asking and quizzing them doesn't know that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's always something. I feel like people feel because you're in a relationship and that the world expects you to couple up. Like it's this traditional way of living. Mm. It's a lovely way and it's the way, you know, That's it's just because I'm single doesn't mean that's not what I want. But conventionally from the world, that's the way it is. all is. So it's like, okay, well, conventionally you meet mate and you build life and these are all the steps that you do it. And <laughs> it's just such bullshit. <laughs> and it's just such mm. judgment mm. because who says they're the ways? Who says this is what you do? And who says there's a right or wrong and so no matter like I think it's the money thing for you but I think it could be marriage it could be babies it could be anything for anyone else but I think a lot of people in relationships have their thing that is their they're tapped where it's like hang on a sec you've overstepped for Mm. me you know Mm. and just like the questions are inappropriate I think everybody's got their different level of what is an overstep mark and Mm. it's a funny one because I'd never thought of it that way I I, I get what you mean Bianca in terms of people quizzing you about how you how you own your house but I do feel like couples cop cop that side of yeah judgment a lot more and more for me it's because they look at me and they're like hang on a minute, you're a female athlete and female athletes often win because they don't earn enough money. So how mm. the hell have you been able to do doesn't mean you earn no fucking money. You just earn an equal amount of money. You're just being a bloody good saver. Everybody just take one step back <laughs> into your box. Thank you very much. Clear right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bianca. Hey, it's Jace. And Christy. We are the Thinker Girls. Thoughts chicks are thinking but not saying. <laughs> the floor is yours, my friend. Talk about this so, rousy, rousy oh, yeah. Had you guys heard of Ronda Rousey? Never. I, I had, and I probably the last six months or something because I yeah. think. I don't know. I think maybe it was my boyfriend that mentioned it, and then we're obsessed with Entourage, and then we watch the Entourage movie. And oh, she, is she in that? Yeah, man. She's yeah. the one that turtle like oh, she goes yeah. out on a date. Okay. So then I kind of had followed along with her shit a little bit. So then, <laughs> yeah. So then when that that big fight went down because she was like this undefeated yep. chick and she this you know. Sm- um, you know, shit talking, you know, really self-confident. And I know she's was on the, you know, the project a little while ago. So I've been quite, quite aware of who this bitch is for quite some time. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. It's probably about six months. And then, you know, once you're aware of something, you hear it all it's the everywhere. time. And yeah. yeah. So she was constantly like on my social media feeds and I'm like, mm-hmm. who is this chick? And yeah. I'd read more about her. And then, you know, when I heard how amazing that she had 
pretty much sold out Eddie had a stadium in mm. Melbourne. 55,000 people Crazy. are going Long, to pretty much it? watch her fight. And I'm like, that's awesome for women's sport. I'm not mm. a massive UFC fan. I don't really enjoy watching them smash each other to pieces. Mm. But I but thought that competing. was she's competing. Yeah. She's competing yeah. and she's yeah. prepared her body and she had this incredible self-belief where she would just say... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All the things that sometimes we probably think but we don't say because we're too worried how people are going to judge us. So we don't go out and say, yeah, I'm the bloody best person here. Um, I love that about her. And then you see her compete and obviously things didn't go her way. So now everyone's just right into her, bringing her down, trying to do everything they can to kind of stop this train, like booming train that was going forward in Ronda Rousey. And I don't know, I just thought it's been an incredible week here in Melbourne to see it all pan out and, you know, she's someone who I think we all should have a lot of respect for. But why does someone like Rhonda, who earns, I believe, millions and millions of dollars doing yeah. what she does mm. and is the highest earning, I think, fighter that the UFC have, mm. like why does some why does it take someone like her to get, I guess, the money and the attention? Like, do you have to be that arrogant way to get that result? I don't know. So just refresh, girls, like fill me in. So when you say arrogant, what are the kind of things that she's doing? Because I haven't followed it. So she she would kind of go around and say, I'm the best in the world. And uh, because she was previously undefeated, which was like completely unheard of. She'd gone in all these. Straight away that comes to mind, like all these male sports uh, tennis stars. You know what I mean? Like. Like she'd gone into fights basically and KO'd people and in the shortest amount of time, it was something like the the world record for the shortest UFC fight ever Mm. because she was such a powerhouse. She was knocking people down like within seconds and ding, 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 everything is over, like within a matter of moments. So... Yeah, and she's she, impressive how she does it. Like, she's just full on on the attack. Like, just, yeah. So, so far, I in. haven't found anything to unlike, uh, to not like about her. I mean, I can't make a judgment until I, I've seen things for myself. And I don't generally, it's weird that I'm not across it, to be honest. Because a lot of, like I said, a lot of people have asked me opinions. I think it's the aggression and I mm. think it's the fighting that it, it's, it makes me not even want to turn on to investigate. I'm just not interested. I've never been into UFC. I find uh, even boxing and everything, it's not my cup of tea. Mm. So I'd, I don't even feel like I want to watch it enough to weigh in. And that's unlike me because I know a lot about, I know little amounts about everything. 
<laughs> like I kind of do my, do you know what I mean? Like I know bits yeah. and pieces about a lot of things. So rather than a lot about anything. <laughs> but I um, guess it's this tall poppy syndrome, isn't it, that we have in Australia where yeah, people want to rip people down who are doing well and I think, she just um, sounds like a male sports star that's dominating their craft from yeah. what you guys have explained to me. And I think that as a woman, people don't like that in a woman. So mm, yeah, I feel like it's yeah. really confronting, even for women um, as well as men, to see a woman be that role. And a friend of mine actually said this. And I, don't, I don't know if I should really mention this, but that I will. Mia Friedman is someone, she runs Mamma Mia mm. and is incredibly mm-hmm. successful yeah. in this country. And they, there was a piece on The Age on her a few, oh, it was months ago now. It was this year at some point. Yeah. And a lot of people came back out and there was, you know, commentary about how potentially she wasn't, you know, that lovely to work with. A lot of people had a lot of good things to say. And I, I had a conversation with my friend about it and I said, oh, well, you know, that's just the way it is. Like, you're mm. in business. Not everyone's mm. going to like you. Mm. And my friend said, yeah, but she's a woman in business. And, yeah. and all of a sudden it becomes a different conversation. And that's, I think that's bullshit. Like, I think yeah. in the end, I think if the reason that we're all confronted about this Ronda Rousey is because really, if we're true to ourselves, is that we haven't seen it come out of this way from a chick. Well, think about other sports stars. Think about other female sports stars. I honestly can't think of. I mean, UFC, it's kind of like that wrestling thing where they, you know, they have their weigh-ins and they're fucking trash talking each other and your mum are this and, you know, I'm going (laughs) to pummel you, all this stuff. So I think in this sport, everything is probably a bit bit heightened and a bit more turned up than it would be potentially in other sports to start with. But I can honestly not think of another female sports star that backs in their own ability as much as this. The Williams sisters oh, yeah. weren't always loved. Yeah. Like, I feel but like people, they've probably been. People like Yana Pittman, remember when she used to cop it all the time? Yeah. Because she would be quite controversial and she would and kind she of wasn't hate even on others. controversial, was she? She just backed <laughs> no, herself and had opinions. No. Fucking yes. Jesus. That's like, right. Like, yeah, she wasn't yeah, really sorry. saying anything. She just, she just thought. She was solid and she had opinions on things. I just think it's especially here in Australia. Like what exactly what you said, um, Bianca, it's, it's that, it's that tall poppy syndrome, especially here in Australia, that people really, people really love to see, um, a fall from high heights. So the fact that she's undefeated, the fact that she's backed herself in, she is the best in the world. She knows she's the best in the world. She said she's the best in the world to then watch her, you know, she's back to not backed herself into a corner, but there's only one way that that can go eventually. (laughs) And uh, to be honest, I think people actually really enjoyed probably seeing that, especially here in Australia and the fact that it happened here. Your, your your initial question, Bianca, was about, I guess, you know, why does it take someone like her to be the biggest, you know, so yeah. successful? But I suppose isn't she the biggest and most successful because she is the best? Well, mm. absolutely. And because she's been undefeated and all of that. But my, my thing too about it was that, you know, she's acting her way and that's her way. We don't all have to copy that to replicate what that's she's right. done. Yeah, no. that's true. So, and I think that there's so much room for so many women, especially in this world, men, whatever, to be 
successful, we don't have to compete and compare ourselves with other people all the time. Mm. And like and you were think, saying with Mia Freeman, yeah. people do that in business all the time. Like, oh, yeah. only one of us can achieve, so all of you it's just interesting. need to just shut the hell up. And I think this conversation really then, and and the conversation around her, I guess if I if I was to aim with from this information that I've got, is that it's a it's a conversation about the person, not about her gender. So mm. actually, you don't have to like her. She's mm. an arrogant know-it-all, and she doesn't come across very likable. But she's really good at what she does. Then don't like her. Mm. But don't not like her because she's a woman doing it, mm. and don't not like her because it's confronting and we haven't seen it before. Because there's plenty of men that are being liked that are doing it, but doesn't. Yeah. And you have to like her because she's a chick either. It's like it's, no. I think that's the catch. Like I feel like sometimes, oh, she's so powerful and successful. Then you go, and like you, I think you sounded a little bit conflicted because you want to support her mm, because yeah. she's doing all this amazing stuff. But then on the flip side, you think she's a bit of a douchebag. So it's like, let her be a douchebag because yeah. hopefully yeah. we're leading towards a place where as much as we want, we want equality either way. So we want to be able to go, if you don't like someone, we don't have to like them just because they're a chick too. It's you know interesting I mean? when you watch yeah. when you watch interviews with her though, like the, the entire shtick and the whole thing is like, especially when blokes interview her, um, is that, oh my God, like don't hurt me, like I'm scared of you. And there's yeah. like this whole <laughs> act, which... I don't know. She kind of plays along oh, with. I'm so glad doing must, research on her. But it must get, get so like even in the Entourage movie, there was that where she was like, "Yo, turtle, I'm gonna whip your ass." Where <laughs> it must just get so old. Like, can we have that again? Yo, turtle, I'm gonna whip your ass. <laughs> Well done. Come back here, I can beat you. Um, so that was that was probably a bit aggressive, even for Rhonda. Um, I just think. That must get a bit old for her. Like she's, and I wonder if she has like a brand person who's like, you should act like <laughs> she this, would. be like yeah. this, like yeah. this. And you know, in a way, the UFC, good on them for actually just promoting her and not caring whether she's a male or female, whatever. They're like, mm. nah, you're by the sound- what you do. Yeah, so and by the sounds of it, she's backed herself from the beginning. Yeah. I don't think you can create that character without there being some foundations of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a Kardashian yeah. it's where her you kind of mould the celebrityism. <laughs> like, I feel like she, she would need to own the fact that she fucking rates herself it, it's for her, them to sell it in and it for people to buy it this much. It's like, her mum so much it's had a big part to do with that because there was a fight that where she absolutely nailed it. Um, this is going back, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. And it was so funny, the audio, because the interviewer went, oh, my God, you must be you know so excited and so proud of Rhonda because she's absolutely just blitzed this fight. And then her mum was like, yeah, it was good, but it could definitely be oh, better. Well, that's sad. Oh, yeah, and then she would know better than anyone, then, Bianca. There's like stage mums in oh, all sports. And then, oh, she, yeah. and then yeah. she comes over and she was like, sorry, mum, it'll be better next time. And I was like, this is oh, so, this is oh, so intense. Fucked. No no wonder, I, I don't know, no wonder she's like, I don't know, really worked really hard to then Hopefully. achieve really high heights so that, yeah, so that she can own it. That um, well, that's it's always the way. This this um healer, healer, <laughs> this healer <laughs> that I saw in Bali once said that all people's issues stem back to their mum or their dad. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, everything really? you do in the end, if you're not a, you're not at peace with your relationships with either of your parents, you're fucked for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you need to really go make that right. So she's gone and made a career of it, made a lot of money, but it still won't make her happy if her mum's not happy. So that's sad. <laughs> in the end, we can analyze her to where. 
blue in, like blue in the face, but in the end, if her mum's not happy, she's going to hate herself. No, her so. mum need, needs to do the program, I think. She just needs to log on to yeah, the website, she, Bianca, and just... No, nah, you've got to let go of your parents. <laughs> Tell her mum to get no, fucked. No, I'm saying like, the mum. I'm saying the mum needs to do the program. The yeah, mum just needs to let go. But mums and dads don't change. You're the one that has to change. That's the lesson. There you mm. go. That's for free. <laughs> I'll put that in the program. Yeah. Can, what do you reckon? I can't change. Not in the relationship. No, yeah. I think okay. in order for you to grow, like from what I, from this dude was telling me, and you know we're sitting in on the floor, like mm. paying him how however much money in like some forest, <laughs> uh, and he's telling me a true story. <laughs> he's telling me that yeah, no, the relationship you've got to heal as yourself as an adult. Yeah, wow. Because a lot of it you carry on as I've a heard child that before too. Mm. Yeah, That's, yeah. I've, Definitely heard that before. Yeah, it's and deep. And it's all about what we think and how we move forward and how we yeah, behave. Yeah, as an adult, because you've got to yeah. absolutely, you've yeah. got to get out of being the child, and you've got to then mm. be the adult and deal with the the relationship you had because your childhood's over. Mm. <laughs> the mum's probably living off her though, you know. Yeah, give me a couple of meal each one. Yeah, well, she's her trainer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she's scared of her. Some serious mm. issues that we've delved into mm. here for Ronda <laughs> Rousey. Totally <laughs> off topic. Sorry yes. about that. Anyway. We psychoanalyzed the shit out of that family. I know, we've done a good Never job even it. watched any. I didn't watch any. Reckon the thinker girls are oversharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Can I just put a bra on first? See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the thinker girls on Snapchat. I talk about crying and. Um, I want to talk about the time, it was a couple of weeks ago that I meditated and found myself has, like, I wouldn't say hysterical because it's probably not the right word. It won't, it won't set the scene, but I, I ended up having a bit of a ball, like I was bawling, um, and it was happy tears. So I, I often meditate or even in the end of yoga, I'll get tears down my, like down my face. There'll be mm. something that I'll release or there'll be something that, I'll kind of work through and, um, and I don't know, then somehow I've realized something or I've let something go and there'll just mm. be a few tears and mm. it'll just be a bit emotional. And that's, that's just my, that's my relationship with yoga and that's why I really love it. But then meditation offers that sometimes too. And a lot of the time over the years, if it's happened, I've been upset or just kind of let something go and, and it's all been not negative base, but it's kind of been from kind of a sad or disappointment or you know, scared or those types of emotions. Whereas yeah. this time yeah. it was just, I just felt so grateful and so relieved. Mm. And I just, we just had some great news. I'd had a really good couple of days and, and I just, I just was overwhelmed with emotion. And, and is that, is that not something that you would normally feel? Like, like, do you often, like, I know you say you cry, you know, sometimes with those tears or whatever, but is there ever that feeling associated with it? Like the relief with them or is that kind of like one of the first times that you felt like that what do you mean like when you said before there's been tears when you you know you're letting something negative go yeah but now it's kind of like the opposite there's been tears and you've just felt relief like good like it's come from a yeah. good base have you felt that before or was this yeah, the first you time feel that you feel that with good moments so mm. like if someone gets married or something you love or you, there's something happy that may you know it was stemmed from that mm. still happiness tears mm. but I haven't bawled like I haven't actually broken down. You don't. I, I don't know many people unless it's like you actually give birth to a child or mm. you're properly in that moment where it's you're bawling because you're so happy. I feel like that's way less common than you to ball if you're upset. Oh, and yeah. you know, so you've like I see people ball at weddings or I see people ball having a baby or I see people those big moments. But mm. on day to day life, you're very mm. you're more 
it's more often that you're going to ball from being upset than you are from being happy. Yeah. Happy tears, yes, but happy ball, no, yeah, not really. True. Were you and like so, physically like exhausted? Like at um, I just felt mm. happy and just like, just I love crying. This is the whole thing that I wanted to <laughs> yeah. bring. I think it's a really nice release, but yeah. it was very different to have that much emotion from a happiness place. It was, mm, it was yeah. really powerful. I um, love that. I love yeah. that. Cool. Yeah, it was very. It was a very cool thing to experience, and I think it's come to the. It's it's come to play because I am so okay with tears. Yeah, and I think it's something true. that's really lovely. And I don't know how you guys cry or what your crying thing is. And and I was telling a friend actually, and he's a guy, and he was like, "Oh my god, Stacey, I don't know if it's just you talk about crying a lot, but I feel like you cry a lot." <laughs> oh my god! And I was <laughs> like, so "Really?" <laughs> and he was like, "Well, compared to my other mates, I don't know if he goes. I'm not saying that it's you. He's like, because you tell me everything. He's like, but I'm just thinking maybe either some of my other girlfriends aren't telling don't me they cry as yeah. much, or you just fucking cry a lot. <laughs> it's probably." probably Probably be the column A, column B. But I, I think deep down he was also a bit confronted. Like yeah, if I ever call yeah. him and I'm upset and I'll be like, this is this, and this happened and this happened, he'll listen and, you know, he'll whatever. And then there'll be a day where I'm like, and then this happened this happened. And the difference he is with the two, as soon as he hears tears, and my dad's a bit the same and my ex-boyfriend was the same. Like as soon as they hear tears, it's they they don't know what to do. Mm. It's a very different thing for mm. guys and girls, but for us, we're not afraid of it. Yeah. I feel like they don't do it, so they're so afraid of tears. What does it mean? And this must be some blocked up emotion that if I open it, <laughs> something's gonna happen. Whereas we're like, well, for me, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, nah, bring it on. Nah. Like it means that I'm working through shit. I'm like, so let's with do you. This. I'm so with you that I am. The, there would not be, I don't reckon, a day that goes by that there's not at least a tear that I, that oh, I, wow. the, That's honestly, <laughs> I've cried, like I've cried multiple times during sex. I've cried, like I, I cried watching, I cried watching a dog video the other day. I cried, my boyfriend showed me this video of, um, what's that All Blacks player, I've forgotten his name, and he took off his medal and he gave it to a little kid in the crowd. <laughs> I ended up, I was oh, yeah, bawling yeah. my eyes out and he knows that that's me. So he just laughs about it now. But yeah, honestly, I just, I, and I often, I'm with you, Stace. I am a happy crier and speak, I get the wedding thing, but speeches. Have you done the, have you done the happy cry at the ball? Yeah, from presents. I get really emotional around presents. Really? Gift, gift giving <laughs> time. Like, She's like, I'm going to be able to compete I with cry. these emotional bitches. When, when I'm just like, and I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I've never really thought whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. It just kind of happens and everybody around me knows that I'm like that. But yeah, presents as well because I think... I don't know, especially if it's something that somebody, you've said something and they've remembered it. Like, I'm such an emotional, yeah. like, <laughs> you yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Bianca, are you a bit in wow. between us or no way? I am like, I feel like I'm probably have become more like you, nowhere near like you do, but more like <laughs> as I'm older. Like, I don't know whether it's a playing sport thing, but everyone just, like expects you to be this hard ass and mm, especially yeah. being like a mm. captain of a team. And um, yeah, I just, you know, you've kind of got to hide all your emotions because mm. you've got to get the job done and you can't, if you look worried, then everyone else in the team's worried. And I've kind of gr- my whole career been like that. And my, even my family probably think I'm a bit of a hard ass too. Mm. And that I don't show tears or emotion that much, but I must admit the last couple of years I had this one moment and I, my body was screwed from playing netball and I mm. just finished like our last game in a test match and finally the year was over and I was 
bend and I remember getting in the shower that after the <laughs> Oh, you're just giving I me goosebumps. You did a tire cry. Like mentally exhausted, wow. physically exhausted and I but I felt so bloody good afterwards. Yeah. Like, I, I need to do this more often. I was like, just thinking that. I was oh. like, I felt bad and emotional for you, but at the same time I was like, Oh, that must feel fucking good. Oh. It was to so let that good. out. Like, no massage, no nothing would have fixed me, but wow. that completely fixed me and now I've kind of been more okay with it. And I'm a bit more of a happy crier than ever a sad cry. But, yeah, I'm now much more okay with it. And I reckon mm. that's boys' problems is they're kind of like, oh, we can't cry. We can't be seen as being weak. But that probably yeah. would help so many of them far but more. It's funny. It's funny. It, it is. I feel like I stopped crying. Well, I, I used to cry a lot more when I was with my ex, but I felt like I was a lot sad. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't always a good thing. Yeah. But I think then afterwards I was like kind of shocked. Like I cry every now in yoga, but for a while there I wasn't really crying and I felt like I need, that needs Mm. to happen at one Mm. point. And I remember when my pop died, we joke about this all the time. My, um, my cousin and I are super close, but couldn't be like couldn't be more different Mm. and we're only three weeks apart and she started crying at this funeral and we didn't Mm. know my pop that well but Mm. she cried and she couldn't stop Mm. and my mum laughed because she we were all like oh Mm. my god look over at my cousin she's (laughs) like she's gonna she started crying and I don't think she's gonna stop for days because we all knew that she was so not a crier (laughs) but it just shows you it's in there so I don't know whether it is in everybody and everyone should be releasing it I don't know if it's like a human thing that regardless of if you say, I'm not a crier, I am a crier, we all mm. should be criers. Or if it's actually just we've got different ways of releasing stuff. I don't know. With guys you... and maybe with sport, Bianca, mm. a mm. lot of releases on the court. I know my brother in particular yeah. is always talks about the release he gets just by playing basketball once a week. Like, I, And I wouldn't know. I, I'm not really a sports person myself. <laughs> um, you so, never know when people are crying, though. Like, even though, as you said, Bianca, your your family and you know the people around you, whatever you know, might have this perception of the you that you're a bit of a hard ass and you're yeah. not that emotional. You never actually know. Even people that you're quite close with, family members or whatever, like you never actually know if people are like that behind closed doors, like how you say, no. how you had your little shower cry or whatever. So Yeah, true. So no so, one heard you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that could be something. I was, imagining, I was imagining the baseball, you know, the locker rooms where the girls were next door to you and no, everyone was hearing you. No, there was a private, sharing showers. There was a yeah. private <laughs> moment. But it's funny because it made me think about the people in my life that I'm like, oh, yeah, pretty unemotional, i.e. my dad. But I don't know. I reckon there'd be times where, where no one else is around behind closed doors where, you know, you know, people that are, you know, seemingly hard asses might have a little bit of a teary, have, have yeah, a bit of a mo. I for think themselves. that is too, that you have to, too, like you always have to put on this front all the time. Mm. And I think it's when you're finally away from everybody, and maybe your dad feels that, like he has to be the strong one of the family. But oh, when yeah. he's everybody, he can just go, oh, stuff you all. Now's my time. And I'm it's, just going to let it all out. It's so true. <laughs> and it's the one thing I really have sympathized for with men as well. Like, mm. my, I'm lucky my family. My the men have always been criers. They're always the ones that are dancing, Aww. even though they're pretty blokey. We don't, funnily enough, and, and quite traditional in some ways, most of the men aren't 
also stuck in too many of those stereotypes. Like, mm. there's mm. obviously some there, but I've seen all of my uncles cry all the time. Christmas lunch, just fucking speeches, Aww. everybody balls. Mostly because <laughs> they've all got issues from probably their childhood. <laughs> and it just brings out the fucking shit along with some alcohol. But, I mean, Jeez. the bottom line is they all that we all saw that as kids. Mm. And so, mm. and we all saw them dance and we all saw them do all of those kinds of things. So, we're lucky on that perspective. I think mm. my cousins and brothers and other people feel, probably felt a little bit more liber- liberty to be able to cry. But I do mm. feel sorry for men because, I don't know, it's just mm. so not – it's just not the done thing. And if you are a crier, you'd be fucking struggling. <laughs> like you'd, you'd be constantly walking around really blocked up. <laughs> I'm intrigued, though, by you crying during yoga. Like what is the emotion that you're feeling that makes you – is it because you're so do relaxed? Do you do yoga, Bianca? Yeah, I do it, but I'm often like ready to go to bed when I'm doing <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, I think I'm that's just. It. I think that's just another way. I mean, mm. for me, it's really philosophical. So, mm. I, and I really I look into everything. So, you know, even when they move into kind of things where you don't fight yourself, see where your body's at. I feel like yeah. there's always where your body's at is a physical and emotional yin and yang. So mm. I think, yeah, okay, I'm pretty tight today, but what emotionally is bringing that to the table? It's not just physical. So mm. I, I kind of analyze all of it. So when I'm doing yoga, there is something like Hatha yoga, you're moving through your body, you're moving through breath, you're moving to release tension mm. a lot of the time. And so when you're releasing tension in your body, often comes with it is releasing emotions or things that you might not have discovered through your day. It's like within mass. It's incredible. It's like, yeah, within- it is, it's actually the greatest. It's, and I don't, I wonder if everybody else, I'm sure lots of yogis are in similar mm. positions, but it is, it's, um, it's an incredible thing to check with, to be able to have mm. the, the, um, ability to check mate with yourself. I mean, yes. I don't even do therapy any, you mm. know, like, not that I But that awareness that you yeah. have yeah. with your body is, yeah. and that connection you have, that is, I think, what everyone kind of strives to be able to, you know, when you talk about meditation and mindfulness mm. and people kind of just scratch the surface, but it mm. sounds like you've really delved quite deep into it and that's how you I've, heal yourself. Yeah. I, yeah, look, it's true. It is really true. That's It's a really lovely way to put it. But I think it also comes with, it's a lifestyle for me. Like I mm. read a lot. I'm like, I mm. kind of am into, I'm very open to that and I'm also very very self-aware so I analyze Mm. everything Mm. so it kind of comes from my personality and yoga I think just complements that so I think it's a bit of a combination but anybody that would be looking to get into that here we go she's going to start the preach again Mm. but yoga you know (laughs) if you study it to some degree I feel like everybody can learn a bit about the emotional and the physical. Like yeah. I think there's a, an ability of there's so much teaching. But it's like when people have massages, Bianca. You know, like yeah, it's true. You know how that how that the the physicality and the way that your body can actually hold mm. that um, that um, emotion stuff. Like I've I've had massages where I've just bawled my eyes out. Like I've never done the the yoga or the meditation thing like Stace is talking about. But I've certainly done that even in massages. Like when yep. it just takes you by surprise and you go. What was what what the fuck was that? To the point yeah. where you didn't you weren't even aware that there was something there. That it's but weird. That, that's it th- throws you a bit when that first happens. When you actually make the realization and connect the dots that that your your physicality and and your emotions are so so linked and so. And so, that's what I think we struggle I think you've got to be with. Be open to it please, mm. because we don't have. It's never about it's about being the hardest, the fittest, the toughest. Mm. Blah 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 mm. blah. 
all the time. And probably the last couple of years, I started to spend more time out, you know, meditating. And I work with Smiling Mind here in Melbourne, the mm, app, to try yeah, and encourage kids to do it, mm. to learn from a young age about the importance of having that time out. And I went and saw a kinesiologist and you know, my body is so screwed from playing netball for so long. I'm in the process of just trying to get it better and so that I feel better. It was so funny. When you started saying that and you were so exhausted, I thought, I wonder if she's seen a kinesiologist mm. or seen someone like that. From the actual action of netball as well, like the jerkiness yeah. of the actual <laughs> yeah. sport. Yeah. Fuck, you're like, mm, ah, yeah. Mm, uh, every yeah. two seconds, like fuck me. It's like so there's tense. nothing flowing yeah. about that. Like there's no balance. It's just extreme to extreme. And this is what I'm learning. And this yeah. kinesiologist said to me, they're like, stop. Like you need to be kind to your body now. Like mm-hmm. I know you want to. You know you love being fit and you love being active, but stop doing this intense shit that just absolutely <laughs> flog yourself to make yourself feel better. Like it's not about that now. It's yeah. about. Yeah. finding everything that works with your body and finds a balance. And so, yeah, I, like I've probably the last six months, I've been like, I'm loving this. I'm loving not hurting myself so it's much. so good. But it makes sense. So great. It, it makes so sense why you say you, you do yoga too. Yeah, but it makes sense why yeah. you weren't like that before. Like I think, mm. I think as you just said there, Bianca, especially people that are, um, you know, embarking on like a, a really intense sporting career, like your, I don't know, your mental state is, is so important as well, especially when there's, when you're young and, you know, if you're competing and you're at, you know, a state or a national level, like that's, it's almost equally as important as how fit your body is. So mm, I think they yeah. I think there totally should be um, a really big focus on that, especially for kids growing, growing up. You know what I mean? Well, you see it a bit more in footy now. Like they, they kind of, they are claiming that they do a little bit more and you do see a few more mm. guys that look like they're at the gym every day at yoga like the mm. people are starting to realize the effects of having that balance but on the flip side we say that you know the emotional is linked so much to physical right so mm. if I'm doing physical yoga and then the emotions connected to that imagine the flip side of the physicality you were doing in netball and then the emotions that would be connected to that physicality exactly the That's same as rude. yoga but the yeah. complete opposite where mm. you're you know drive drive strive, strive, win, win, you know, like more, more mm. is then your emotions would be all over the shop with yeah, that. Yeah, and you kind of, that's why you block things out. Yeah, you have to, because if not, you'd be an aggressive along. psycho all the time. Because yeah. <laughs> as an elite sports person, if your emotions were directly linked to what your body was doing, which it generally is, yeah. You would be a crazy person because so no wonder no wonder people I think you're a, a bit sports of, psychologist. I know you should. No wonder think you're a like, people think you're a hard ass, Bianca. Like that's that's, right. that's been the best case scenario. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, is actually really complimentary for what you could yes. have been. Psychopath, like you could have been, been Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone can say to me, they're like. I guess- holiday or something and honestly all I want to do is like go to a health retreat in Bali where I can just oh, yeah. so cool. eat good food yeah. and like chill out like that's mm. what excites me where now. do you live Bianca I'm in Melbourne oh my god we've got to do a yoga class together oh yeah I mean I won't cry next year I promise but like <laughs> I'll be, be like nice. I'll be crying right now yeah. what's happening <laughs> true sportsmen like what's the right thing is there rules here how and many tears yoga, yoga I started doing was Bikram 
And oh, yeah, that's I hardcore. did that so much because it is hardcore. And so I of thought course. that was Of course you did. You went yeah. to the extreme. You're like, I want yeah. to switch off. So then you go to this place <laughs> yeah. where you're sweating your balls off. 40 <laughs> degrees. Barely people survive in the desert. But cool. Let's just exercise now. Let's oh, good that. for a bit of a de- so, mental debrief, Bianca. What an idiot. And uh, then now I'm into, I don't even know what they're all called. I haven't yeah. really specialized that much. But is it vinyasa or something? It's yeah, just like chill out. Like, and pick a name. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm loving that now. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Well, we've gone so over, but it was so lovely talking to you. Um, and it's been so lovely to get your take on things. Like it's just, it, and I think it's fascinating what you're doing mm. in terms of where you've come from and now what you're activating. It's it's yeah, really it's great. Really so great. we wish you all the best with it. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I love what you guys are doing too. Well, the more the merrier, awesome. I say. Yeah, yeah same, like same. we said. Um, the dot au or biancachatfield.com is where you can find more information on all of the things Bianca's up to. Um, and if you do want to check out any of our other episodes, uh, please listen um, on iTunes or you could also check them out on omniradio.com.au forward slash thinkagirl, the podcast. Till next week. Bye, chicks. Bye. Thanks, Bianca. No worries. Thank See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirltv on Twitter. Hey you, you're looking for some more? Well, clearly they're sticking around for something. <laughs> well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What have we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash the Thinker Girls. There's heaps of cool videos up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some live shows of this podcast we've got. <laughs> what else have we got? Cool we've girl got... stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just head there. YouTube.com forward slash the finger girls. Can we stop whispering now? Okay. That sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs>